This is About Town. I'm your host, Blakely Freed, and the mowing outside has finally stopped. (laughs) I feel like I can't get away from it. It was at work this morning when I first tried to start recording, and um, I came home to record, and my neighbors were just mowing. So, tis the season. But I digress. We have a short episode for you all today. Um, I just wanted to go over some of the content that's in the June magazine that applies to things happening this weekend. And I really think that after this week of hard news and a difficult time for Tulsa, I think that we're all looking forward to some of the things that kind of make us unique as well as uh, the things that bring us joy, like Tulsa Tough. I know exactly who I'm going to be cheering for at Tulsa Tough specifically. Of course, I always root for Tulsans in general, and I'm a just general fan, but I specifically am going to be looking forward to the men's cat 1-2 races because I am going to be rooting for Milas Clark Jr. and his team Logistics 918. We uh, ran a story in the June issue about um, Clark and his his story, and I'll leave that to the the pages of Tulsa People and online at TulsaPeople.com, but I will tell you that uh, he had a big bounce back, and after a hiatus in cycling, he started back in 2019, but um, COVID hit, and, you know, I mean, that just threw everybody off, including him, so he started back again in 21, so now he'll be racing at Tulsa Tough this weekend, and races start... Um, on Friday, June 10th, you can sit downtown, uh, park, you know, your lawn chairs and all of that good stuff at third street. Elgin Avenue is where the, um, races kind of start. But basically if you're sitting behind the barricade, you're probably going to be in a good spot. Another really exciting thing that's happening this weekend is black proud, which is, um, a pride event or Pride Events by Black Queer Tulsa. And Black Queer Tulsa is a fairly new group. Um, and I had the pleasure of talking with two of the group's organizers, essentially, and um, founder Daniel McHenry and outreach coordinator Neil Wade. Besides the fact that this is a total grassroots movement from um, people like Neil and Daniel and their board members, volunteers, and members, um, it's Something that Neil and Daniel and other members of the Black community, the Black queer community, have described to me as a necessity. Events this weekend for Black Proud include a mix of fun and, I mean, they're all going to be fun, but it includes a mix of like more party-centric and social-centric and um, wellness as well. You can actually hear from Daniel in the June 15th episode of Tulsa Talks, so look out for that, but um I just am really excited to see what this group comes up with just because they're already have been hitting the ground running and have amazing events that really foster a a sense of community and a sense of uh, a safe place for people to be black and queer and be able to exist without having to explain themselves or fear for their safety. I had to catch um, both Daniel and Neil between their day jobs, as you could imagine, uh, with a grassroots movement like this. Neil is a um, creative executive at Nickelodeon. He's here with Tulsa Remote. And Daniel is a local fitness trainer. But um, 
because I caught them on Zoom, unfortunately, the audio that I have is not as clear as it normally is when I do in-person interviews. So I just wanted to end this episode with um, some words from Neil Wade because they really succinctly explain the importance of safe space and why safe spaces are important for marginalized groups. Wade says, In creating that safe space, we are addressing a population within our membership where safety means a black-dominated space. There's a certain distrust much of the black community has of the white power structure in Tulsa. Understandably so, there was never really healing from the 1921 Tulsa race massacre. Only in the 90s were we starting to see it be publicly acknowledged, and there's still been resistance. We now have this unbroken flowchart of this trauma stemming from this conflict. Creating a safe space for those that are still healing is part of the reason why we limit our brunches to black queer members. The fact is, there are members from our black community who do not feel safe around white people. That's just the fact. And you know, people are like, oh my gosh, now? Why? But things are so different. Well, they're not that different. And I think what a lot of people don't understand is, in the black community, there's a huge population of people who don't ever see white people, who don't interact with white people. And in turn, many Tulsans don't see or interact with black and or queer people. This shows the importance of visibility and presence for a community that we seek to promote. So that was just a small excerpt of our conversation, but I thought that it just really well explained why this is important. So keep that in mind. Um, If you consider yourself an ally to people of color, an ally to queer people, uh, just be cognizant of, of these spaces. And sometimes they're for everybody and sometimes they're reserved. And with these Black Proud events this weekend, all of them are open to um, to the public except for the the members brunch, which is at the end of the week. So, or at the end of the weekend. Well, with that, um, I will leave you to go ring your cowbell at Tulsa Tough and mind the gap. And we'll see you next time on About Town. <laughs> <laughs>